0: From the studio under the stairs, it's Only the Good Parts, an unscientific look at life's biggest questions. This is GJ. I'm here today with Lisa. Hey there. And today's topic is...
1: Return to office.
0: Uh-oh, Lisa, what do we mean when we say return to office?
1: Well, now we were, we're coming out of the pandemic and people are vaccinated and immune we're starting to head back into the office spaces. So going from work from home into whatever that might mean for people back into the office. Bias
0: alert. All right, Lisa, are you back? Are you have you returned to office?
1: I have.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we will talk about this cuz that's what the topics about, but True. how's it going so far?
1: Um it's okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll dive into this. Um I was also thinking. um, I don't remember the actual episode number, but somewhere I don't know in the teens or so, we talked about the American version of The Office.
1: Yes, we did. And I don't know.
0: I was also thinking maybe we can return to some chatter there, The Office, if it comes (laughs) up. So return to the The
1: Office office. a little bit. Yeah. So hopefully,
0: hopefully that comes up. Absolutely. All right. First question.
1: All right. Here I got one for you. Okay. I don't know how much you know Star Trek, but on Star Trek, there was this thing called the holodeck. Okay. And when you'd go into it, it could you could make it anywhere, anything kind of stuff. So, but it's not real.
0: Okay. Got it.
1: So if your office could be on a holodeck, <laughs> would you do it?
0: Well, okay. That's a good question because it could be anywhere, huh? It could be
1: anywhere, but it's not real.
0: It's not real. Yep. I think I'm someone, so I would say yes, because I think I'm someone that the appearance of realness in this case might beat out, The fact that it's not real.
1: Mm. Yeah, this is what I've been struggling with because it's like I was thinking, oh, I could be at the beach, but I wouldn't really be at the beach.
0: Well, now, can these decks, like, can they mimic the sounds and smells, for example? That's a good
1: question. You know, I feel like it's been a long time since I've watched Star Trek and Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's people uh, who are listening who are much more well versed in Star Trek. But I think in the later episodes, I think I remember somebody like going for a run and it really looked like they were like in the woods and it smelled like it and everything. So I, I think maybe the technology has gotten there.
0: I, I guess I would think that, you know, if you had holodeck technology, mm-hmm. you would probably consistently upgrade it like to version 2.0. Ah, okay. Right. So maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe you can um, smell, smell so, it. And For this question, it. let's say you can. Okay. Let's good. say you can. Okay, I my first question out of the gate is controversial.
1: Ooh, fun.
0: All right, Lisa, do you prefer working from home or returning to office?
1: Oh boy. Um
0: <laughs>
1: It's not really controversial for me. It might no? be controversial by the people who run the company that I work <laughs> for, but for me, I I liked working from home.
0: Uh-huh. And why is that?
1: Um It was more efficient. I got more done. I had much better commute. I got to be home with you and with Scooter. Bias alert. Okay,
0: sure. Um, well, and as you know, Lisa, pre-pandemic, I was working from home mm-hmm. um, exclusively for, for quite some time, for quite right. a number of years. Right. And I think the thing is, is it's, um, I guess it's what I was used to, mm-hmm. right? So I was used to that going into uh, COVID and the pandemic. Right. So coming out of it, I'm being asked to return to the office, as mm-hmm. as are a lot of folks, um, uh, in the group and um boy it's it's taking some time to to adjust sure. it's just a different way of working it is you know and, and i'm sure if i were to think back to when i was when i started working uh full-time remotely uh, i'm sure there was an adjustment there too
1: right so what do you think now your uh, answer to this question well
0: you know I, I i think yeah no well it's it's complicated right because i do think there are benefits mm-hmm. it's it's much easier to walk over to someone and solve something and you know, a 10 second conversation when sure. you're face to face. Sure. Um, I think when you're working remotely, you really need to um, take advantage of those face to face times that you are meeting with people. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, as someone who's done it, I feel I got used to that. Right. Um, but no, my, my preference is, is remote working for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I, maybe right now it's cause it's cause what I'm used to, but I mm-hmm. f- certainly feel more productive and more efficient with my time.
1: Yep. I agree. If you could commute in any fashion, what would you choose? So you could get from here to your office anyway, imaginary, <laughs> whatever you can come up with.
0: Okay. Well, uh, pre-pandemic, my commute was like 14 steps downstairs. I know. Um, and that was a little bit of a pain, I have to admit. I mean, those <laughs> stairs. <laughs> I, You know, I think as we're going, I, I will admit um, you and I have talked about electric cars in the past. Mm-hmm. I do have a bit of a bias toward them. Bias alert. True. Um, but for some reason, I'm not as... Uh, le- there's a lot of people that want these electric cars to become autonomous. I-, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not as in a hurry for that. Sure. But boy, it would be nice to just step into something that could autonomously take you to wherever you need to go. Okay. That way you can, you know, you check you can check emails, you can, you know, mm-hmm. watch e- videos, whatever you want to do. Right. Um. So that would probably be my preferred mode of travel.
1: Okay. So for me, I'm going back to Star Trek mm-hmm. and I would get beamed there. <laughs> then there'd be no commute.
0: Okay. All right. So you, it, is that is that the uh, official term, getting beamed? I guess so. <laughs> so
1: Although I don't want to get beamed like in Spaceballs because I think their butt was on backwards.
0: <laughs> Got it. it. This this reminds me of when we talked about travel by map with the Muppets. True.
1: Just yeah. Kind of get, we,
0: there, get there quickly.
1: Traveling by map would be okay too.
0: All right. So, uh, speaking of electric cars, mm-hmm. um, one of the car one of the cars that's coming out, I think this year, is the um, Ford Lightning. Uh huh. It's a truck. Mm-hmm. It has a whole bunch of different ports that you can plug into. Okay. I think it even works the other way, uh, almost as a generator, so that like if you have it charged and and the um, electricity goes out in your house, you can plug it in kind of back into back into your house grid. That's so cool. Um, but one of the things it has, and I think I think most Ford trucks have this now, is a um, almost like a little desk. So when you're sitting oh. in the driver's seat, you can pull out like a, a flat little area and work from the truck.
1: Oh, interesting! So I
0: think you know if you think like insurance adjusters, uh, construction people, especially who are doing bids, a lot of people mm-hmm. work from trucks. So would you want to work from a truck?
1: Huh. Um. I I could be persuaded. Uh-huh. I think there's something about that because your office is mobile and so you can work from anywhere. That might be kind of nice.
0: Yeah, I think it might be nice, especially in the uh, milder months mm-hmm. <laughs> or not, not, or in the, um, the non-winter months.
1: Right. I don't know if
0: I'd want to like have to slosh through the snow to get to wherever the job site is. But yeah, that might be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monster jokes. Uh-oh, time for monster jokes. Oh, boy. All right, and the monster joke book did not have—I repeat—did not have any office-related jokes in it.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised. So kind
0: I, of. I, I, well, actually, so am I. Uh, so I had to go to my friend, the internet, and um, I just found jokes in and around the office, maybe okay. more, more more than monster. All really. right, let's hear it. Okay, here we go. Joke number one: Who wins a fight between Sunday and Monday? Who? Sunday. Monday is a weekday. <laughs> w-e-a-k week day okay to whomever stole my copy of microsoft office i will find you you have my word <laughs> with a capital w word to err is human to blame it on someone else is management potential <laughs> I'm a, I'm a monster those are actually pretty good so there we go some some monster jokes in and around the office nice And that sound means it's time for clips. Yay! All right, so what I did is I pulled clips from movies and TV shows that take place in and around the office, just like the jokes. All right, sounds good. Clip number one.
1: Attention! Employees of Dunder Mifflin! This has been a test
0: of our emergency preparedness. There is no fire, it was only a simulation. What? Fire. Fire. Not real. This was merely a training exercise. So, what have we learned? Oh, come on. It's not real, Stanley. Don't have a heart attack. No, 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 no. You will not die. Stanley! Stanley, you will not die! Stanley! (laughs) Okay. A little bit of a chaotic scene. Uh Uh-huh. Hard to pull, like, maybe an audible clip from this. Yes. But any ideas?
1: The office. Yes.
0: Yes. What gave it away?
1: Um everything. <laughs> Dunder Mifflin. Uh Dwight. Um yeah.
0: So, do you remember this episode? I
1: do. Actually, I feel like we just watched it recently.
0: We might have. But what mm-hmm. yeah, what happened here?
1: So, basically, uh Dwight decides he's going to teach them about fire safety by setting a fire in the office and then like locking the doors so that like, they're all trapped inside. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, of course, everyone else panics. Right. And then they can't leave and the handles are hot because he had taken a blowtorch to them to yep. make them hot. Yeah. And so everyone else panics. Yes. Yeah. Um... And I believe I think they call that the cold open, or, or the like. It's before the title sequence. Okay. One of the best. Uh, the the yeah. Office has quite a few good really openings, good ones. but but boy, this was this was one of the best ones. And I think it?
1: that thud that you're hearing, like right at the end of that clip, I think it's Oscar falling from the <laughs> that's, ceiling.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yes. Yeah. He tried to escape through the ceiling and ended up falling through the the false uh, ceiling. Yep. <laughs> Great. Well, let's move on. Here is clip number two. Would you walk us through a typical day for you? Yeah. Great. Well, I generally come in at least 15 minutes
1: late. Uh, I use the side door. That way Lumberg can't see me. (laughs) And uh, after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. uh, Hey! Space out? Yeah, I just stare at my desk. But it looks like I'm working. I do that for uh, probably another hour after lunch, too. I'd say in a given week, I probably only do about 15 minutes
0: of real, actual work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Any ideas on this one?
1: Office space
0: yes i was yes it's been a while since it, we've seen it.
1: it it has and i at first i wasn't sure but then the music helped a little bit mm-hmm. and then i was thinking i started to re- it went on long enough that i started to be like okay wait no i think i know when this is
0: wow you know i when i was pulling this clip i saw a couple other clips with mm-hmm. the same con- remember how the consultants come in, in yes. interview- and <laughs> are yeah and and there was one with one of the, I, and again it's been a while so i don't remember all the characters but one one of the guys they're like so what exactly do you do and he says well i you know i take the, the the paper you know from the clients down to the software engineers and they're like that that's all you do and he's like well yeah and they're like why can't the software engineers just do it well they they don't know how to interact with clients and they're like so do you do the whole process he goes well no i have i have a secretary <laughs> and it's so funny because i mean some of it is so funny because it it's kind of real in some cases yes, right
1: i know sometimes it hits pretty close to home yeah
0: some of the redundancies it's, mm-hmm. it's funny yes. i mean obviously i'm pro people having jobs right <laughs> by by all means but there there are some inefficiencies that i think we for could sure take a look at okay let's move on here is clip number three good morning hi mr milchek mark could i have a word
1: pd is no longer with this company I'm sorry, Mark.
0: You guys were one of my favorite office friendships. What happened? We'd love to tell you, but unfortunately non-disclosure policy forbids.
1: I confer upon you the advanced role of department chief.
0: Congratulations.
1: A handshake is available upon request.
0: Thank you. May I have a handshake? (laughs) All right any ideas on this one yes okay and severance yes nice this is a rather new reference it is here. a
1: new reference and i think we actually brought it up on an earlier podcast okay
0: i think you're right and yes. this is
1: on apple plus mm-hmm. and it's a very interesting show about where people basically are severed from their work life and their home life and no so
0: spoilers no i know no that's not the spoiler but yeah i'm just saying yeah no oh, yeah, spoilers yeah. no
1: no i won't make any spoilers but, but yeah
0: because that's the premise that's of the this. premise yeah. of it
1: and so it's it's weird uh anytime you have both christopher walken and um john chituro in a show it's gonna be weird
0: you know i think we we haven't quite finished yet i know I, I, uh-uh. I think i think the finale the season finale has aired I, we haven't finished yet but last night i remember saying to you when you're watching a show and Christopher Walken is maybe one of the more normal characters,
1: <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's um, really interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I find it extremely fascinating. And of course, here another another show about the workplace, mm-hmm. um, an interesting concept to even just think about. So, you know, maybe w- would you do that, Lisa? Like, so mm-hmm. if you could sever your memories between, um, I guess, your home life and your work life. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you?
1: Yeah. It's, I think they do bring up that concept because maybe there's some reason you want to sever it, whether it's so that you're not distracted or maybe you're dealing with something that's very difficult. Mm Um, I say a resounding, no, I would not. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is interesting the people who make that choice. And when you start to, they start to dig in a little bit into why they made those choices.
0: Yeah. I know I'm with you on that. And I'm with you also on, I don't, I don't think so. Um, I will say when, when we watch the pilot, mm-hmm. the I, I I could understand initially the attraction to mm-hmm. it, and, and and think about this: you could like you and I could live our home life, do this podcast, mm-hmm. hang out with Scooter, hang out with our kids, and never never know what what I guess work is.
1: Right, like right? you, you kind of never have to have the dreariness of of work.
0: But then you start seeing You're the other the side of it. Yeah, yeah, then you start seeing <laughs> the other side of it. And what about that piece of you that is at work and is doing work? Um, and of course, this this show I think dives into deeper themes than than even this. But for sure. But boy, what a what a question to think about. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. Next, I have clip number four. Joining us now in the
1: studio is Richard Westbrook, Deputy Assistant Administrator of the EPA. Welcome. Thank you,
0: Mr. Westbrook. You've spent most of your professional career as a climate scientist in the public sector. Yes, ten years as a supervisory management analyst in the Office of Environmental Information. And before that, I was a program specialist in the EPA's Resource Management Division. And you
1: have a PhD in climate science from Stanford.
0: Yes, and another in chemistry with a master's in biology.
1: Okay. Tell us about the findings in the report that was just released.
0: Okay. Any ideas?
1: Yes. And I love this show. Uh huh. And it's called, oh gosh, it was on HBO.
0: Mm-hmm, that's right.
1: Um, and it's with Jeff Daniels. Yep. And he plays a news reporter, The Newsroom
0: yes good one.
1: Oh my gosh it was taking me oh, a while that,
0: no that was kind of fun to watch you uh to to kind of watch you get there to, yeah to the, and actually the name. i
1: remember this scene specifically by some of the stuff that then happens following
0: oh you do yes like such as
1: such as the guy basically says like the world's gonna end like in, a, in like a year i mean he basically gives like this really doom and gloom
0: the, there forecast. was there was something that that jeff daniels character says well you know what if we what if we stopped right now and he goes, We'd be twenty two years too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something yep. like that. Yeah, yep. doom and gloom. Do you know who the actor is who
1: Okay, who he sounded plays? familiar and then I was like, I couldn't place him
0: Well who- part of Part of why I wanted to play this clip uh-huh. is it's the actor who plays Toby on The Office.
1: Oh my, oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Okay. I think I was, his
0: name is Paul Liebstein, Lieberstein. Okay, because it sounded Liebstein? like
1: Toby. That's so great.
0: Yeah, and what's funny is this clip on YouTube, someone labeled it "Toby ruins it for everyone." <laughs> <laughs> um, but and what's what's interesting is um, um, the actor who plays Toby is is actually a writer. And was one of the senior writers on The Office, uh-huh. but you know um, one of the one of the things the Office, the TV, the American version of the TV show did, I guess the British version did this a little bit too, is they had writers. Um, in the cast, mm-hmm. and so Toby was one of them. Okay, and, and it's interesting because here he is doing a pretty good performance mm-hmm. um, on another show altogether as an actor. So yeah, good for him.
1: Yeah, totally. But yeah,
0: I figured, oh, this this gave us the double whammy. Now, this was actually when they were on air, but most I, I'd say most of this series takes place off air right. in, in in their office, right? As we're behind the scenes of. I don't know what would you say. It's kind of like one of those um, hour-long, sort
1: of like a Dateline, y- like yeah, sort like of? an
0: hour-long, um, like news show. You know, maybe yeah. at like eight or nine PM or sixty or something.
1: minutes. Something. Yeah, like that.
0: yeah. yeah. I, I yeah, exactly. So so very interesting. Uh, written by Aaron Sorkin. So the dialogue mm-hmm. the is dialogue is snappy. Snappy. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I believe I have one more clip. Okay. And let's go to clip number five.
1: Because we're adding a little something to this month's sales contest. As you all know, first prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. Anybody want to see second prize? Second prize is a set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. Did
0: you get the picture? All right, Lisa, any ideas on this one?
1: I have a guess.
0: Okay, go ahead, take a guess.
1: Glenn Gary Glenn Ross?
0: (laughs) Yes, that's right. Do you remember who the actor is giving that speech?
1: Is it Christopher Walken?
0: No, it's not. Who is it? Alec Baldwin.
1: Oh my gosh. That's right.
0: In a character that I believe if I remember right, I think that character was written for the movie but not he's not in the play. Okay. And yeah, and um so this is well, okay, if you've seen the stage play, it mm-hmm. takes place in one location which is in their office. Right. And this is a bunch of um in for the most part guys uh you know back 30 40 years ago right. selling um, land selling land and, and maybe sort of way. Yeah. Something that maybe I'd be a little skeptical on. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is David Mamet who's also kind of known for his snappy dialogue. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. And that's been clips.
1: Yay. Those were great. (laughs) Those were more fun than being in the office.
0: I I agree. Okay. Is it my turn or your turn? it's my turn. You think with two of us, I could keep track. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah.
1: Um, What do you think you learned about you and your working style from the pandemic?
0: I I know I've said this to you before. I think I learned that me and my working style were Mm -hmm. completely built for the pandemic.
1: Right. Now, why?
0: Yeah, well, because, um, you know, in general, I tend to uh, I, I tend to not see a lot of people. I tend to get up. Mm-hmm. do my work from a laptop from mm-hmm. a remote location, mm-hmm. go shopping at Target once a week
1: <laughs> for groceries because we need
0: them and ride bikes. And that's pretty much what, what I think what you and I did over the pandemic was yeah, that schedule. Didn't
1: change a whole lot.
0: No. no I, what I did miss, though, is maybe more family interactions, mm-hmm. uh, interactions with friends. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, a, a couple of friends and I figured out ways to do it you know, via Zoom, right. which was also kind of neat. And in fact, one of my friends, he and I are still Keeping a schedule every other week via mm-hmm. Zoom, uh, we live on opposite sides of the Twin Cities here, so this is a really convenient way for us to, you know, continue meeting and and just having coffee once a week or every other week. Yeah, and
1: you know, kind of similarly, uh, I we started having Zoom with my parents and my sister, and they live all in different states, and mm-hmm. so it was kind of one of those things that it was. I guess we never even thought about it before the pandemic. And then all of a sudden we start doing it and we're like, boy, this kind of works. And so now we've continued to do that every Sunday.
0: And you, you really have. And what's what's amazing to me um, as I kind of witness it you, from the side and sometimes I participate too, is you're right. I just don't re- recall you all getting together and, and talking as much prior to the p- pandemic as you do now. Right. And now, like, you know, if, even if it's just an hour a week, you can kind of keep up on what's going on in everyone's lives. Yeah, together. Is, it's just th- kind of great. I think that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uniform, business casual, or something else? What would you prefer to wear? Something else. Ooh. Bias alert. All right. What is it?
1: Um, what I'm wearing right now. So what I would <laughs> do during the pandemic is I would put on, like, running leggings and a running shirt Mm -hmm. and I put it on the morning and I'd work all day wearing them Uh and then I'd run in the evening Mm -hmm. then I'd take a shower take them off well usually I take them off then take a shower (laughs) and then I get my pajamas important
0: to get the order right
1: it was so great now I have to like you you should have (laughs) seen me yesterday I was wearing tights and I must have pulled up and played with and fussed around with those stupid tights all day long they were making me crazy
0: you know um this is one of those areas, Lisa, that I firmly, firmly believe that what someone wears does not make them a better I, worker. I
1: agree. I,
0: agree. I, I it's just I, like I I cannot reconcile in my brain why anyone cares what anyone wears. So, I am with you. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I the other thing I will say though about this is there is something to me at least a little appealing about like I mentioned Target earlier. So I'll just mm-hmm. say say them again. You know I think what I think what Target says there, to their folks is hey wear something that's remotely red on uh, yeah. top yep. and wear something that's either khaki or jeans on the bottom. Yep. And so it's not really a uniform. It's more of like a guideline.
1: Yeah. I think
0: I could deal with that. Yeah. I guess if I had to.
1: Yep. And I've, I've had jobs where I had to wear a uniform, like when I was mm-hmm. a tour guide and that was pretty awful. Although they weren't terrible, but because they were polyester, mm. but um, it wasn't terrible, but still I just would prefer not to have to wear a uniform. Yeah. If you knew... Okay, this is a long one. Gonna fo- fo- stay with me on it. If you knew what you know now when you were in your early 20s, what career do you think you would pursue? And no, you can't say you would just buy stock in Apple and Amazon.
0: <laughs> okay, so then Microsoft? <laughs> does that work? <laughs> no, I, I, I hear you. Yeah. So do you have one for this? Well, I,
1: I mean, I think that... I would, I would, t- I don't know if I have exactly what I do, but I would try and encourage myself to take some risks. I think I am very risk adverse, but it's mm. like seeing that you know everything's kind of worked out okay. Like to just like be brave enough to like try something different.
0: Yeah, I think when uh, between the age of, I guess late fifteen, almost sixteen until about twenty six, you know, I did a lot of those entry level hourly. Mm-hmm jobs mm-hmm. um and while some of them like i stuck with my very first job i stuck with that company for five years off and on wh- while i worked other areas sure um but i think mostly like kind of maybe 20 to 25 26 i was kind of job hopping mm-hmm. and back then that was really frowned upon mm-hmm. um to the point that that uh when i got into the corporate world or you know kind of the salaried positions i didn't mm-hmm. job hop as much i think i would tell myself that that's okay yeah and not only is it okay, but um, I think we're in a time right now where it's maybe even preferable for a lot of people on both nice. sides of things. I do see employers that a lot and employees. More. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think I would tell myself, "Hey, you know, uh, it, it, for me, it's not about loyalty as much as I guess maybe stability." Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it's okay. You know, if if every you know two three years, mm-hmm. you know, you want to find something else, go yeah. for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, one more question. Okay. If money were no object,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what would you do with your time?
1: Oh, my gosh. This is like one question that could take all day to answer. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a lot of things. I think first it would be like to stop and like figure out how I wanted to live. Mm-hmm. Like what I want things to look like. What do I want my day to look like? And where do I want that to be? Uh-huh. And so I, I feel like that that would be part of it. But first, I'd say let's travel.
0: <laughs> yes. What about you? Yeah, well, you know, as you know, I've, I've actually brought this up away from the podcast mm-hmm. with you. Yeah. And I, I will admit right now, I'm, I'm currently struggling with this question, mm-hmm. what I would do. And part of it is, you know, you and I are about to become empty nesters. Yes. And, you know, we're probably at the beginning stages of empty nesting. And mm-hmm. and so, I, you know, it's a question I've really been asking. What do I, you know, what mm-hmm. do I do with the new free time mm-hmm. now that we're not lugging kids all over the place? Right. Um, and so I don't know, which is why I'm asking. Mm-hmm. I I will I do think that I would probably, um, with my entrepreneurial spirit, I would probably start mm-hmm. some sort of business and yeah, some sort of earned income. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think I have that in me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't see me ever not doing that, even if money weren't an object. All right, and that's been return to office. Woohoo! Well, <laughs> well I guess we didn't of really
1: times you like say woohoo about returning to <laughs> office.
0: I guess we didn't talk about the office as much as maybe I was thinking we might, but that's okay. We got Toby in there, Toby, Toby ruining Toby everything.
1: There. Yeah, and we also got uh the the clip from the office.
0: Yeah, exactly. So um and actually, right before we recorded this, Lisa, we were we, watching a rerun.
1: Of the final episode. Of the final episode. Oh, So it's good.
0: So good. I, I know the last couple seasons maybe weren't as good as the first few, but... Um,
1: they did a very good job on that final episode. I,
0: I, I agree. I think they ended it pretty, pretty nicely, pretty sweetly. Mm-hmm. All right, Lisa, what did we learn today?
1: We learned that we should really think about what we want to do with the rest of our life
0: wow, that's a deep topic. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's a podcast in and of itself. Yeah, what should we do with the rest of our life? Right. Yeah. um, No, I'm with you. Uh, You know, I think uh, what's kind of nice for me, Lisa, is pre-pandemic, when Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to you the the benefits and what I liked about working from home. Uh And it's not that you didn't... Like appreciate it, right? But I don't think you had really fully experienced it. And so now, I have. now you have, and so I uh, welcome. I love having a convert on this side <laughs> of things. <laughs> All right, everyone, email us goodpartspodcast at gmail.com. Record your question on a voice memo. If we use it on the air, you will win a fabulous prize. And thank you to everyone who have been reviewing us on Apple Podcasts and other podcast sites, that really helps other people find us uh, who might like this podcast just like you do thank you and on behalf of lisa
1: thanks everybody have a great day
0: this is gj from the studio under the stairs saying see you next time